you're listening to a special episode of Ketchup Queens ASMR edition. Welcome back. This is Ketchup Queens with Lauren and Amber. Fresh off the heels of a 10-year custody battle... And vicious divorce. Welcome to (laughs) Ketchup Queens. I'm your co-host, Lauren. I'm here with Amber. Hello. And this week we have a long-awaited guest. This is someone who I feel like I'm in the... Do you guys listen to Smartless? They bring on a guest the other person doesn't know. And they're like, this is someone who has won an Emmy. This is someone who... (laughs) But this is someone who should have an EGOT. He should have a Pulitzer Peace Prize. He should have everything he ever wants in life, ladies and gentlemen, my friend Tyler Ferguson. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hello. I do what I would love everything. <laughs> I'll have the everything, please. <laughs> please. And I per- would prefer Tony last. <gasps> prefer Tony to get Tony, if we're honest. <laughs> we can go there first. <laughs> Is that like okay? <laughs> so you'll still take it? Just oh, I right. mean, I still need the egot, but I just yeah. Okay. Tony is of whatever the opposite of utmost priority. Yeah, is. least importance. Do you think anyone yeah. is like very particular about that? Like they're like, I want to get my Emmy, then my Grammy. Yeah. So um, my team really wishes that I would push towards the Tony first, because really the track is Tony, which then turns into a cast recording, which becomes your Grammy, which then becomes a movie, and then obviously Oscar, followed by series about my life, oh. Emmy. But okay. <laughs> I just said, let's shake it up. I have chills from that that whole path. You make it sound so easy. I couldn't so do it easy. without my people. <laughs> your people. Tyler is a dear friend from Colorado, where Amber and I are from. Um, met him in high school, and but he's lived the last few years in LA. I don't know how many, so I'll let him intro himself more. Tyler? Um, yeah, I have lived in LA for the last eight years. Going on eight, nine comes after eight, so going on nine. So, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I went to college here and then... I've stuck around for work. And is it worth it? Uh, <laughs> I just paid rent, so like, no, but also <laughs> oh I spent all day outside. So I can't imagine living anywhere else, but yeah. uh, also, no, it's insane. Oh my I went to dinner like over the weekend with friends and it, you just can't get out of anything without spending like 50 to to $100. Oh my gosh. It's insane. The traffic is insane. Like I remember yeah. once trying to get down to Hollywood for something and mind you, we lived in Glendale, not that okay, far wait. away, but oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Wait, Amber, when did you live here and what was that journey for you? So I think it was the fall of 2013. So this was a long okay, time ago. Yeah. That's when I moved here. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we moved there because Devin got an internship with Conan O'Brien. And so we just moved there for that. And then we're like, we're too poor for this. <laughs> we got the <laughs> heck out of there as soon as the internship ended. But yeah, so we were only there a few months, but I did have a few celebrity spottings. Okay, I love Nothing that. Nothing too major, but I'll bring those up later. But yeah, it was fun. I am a listener of the huge... Uh, mustard head. Um, I'm done. <laughs> of the pod, and I have heard your stories about working at the Americana. Yes. So I remember that you have met. Is it Ashley Tisdale's mom? You're so right, I Ashley can't. Tisdale's mom. It's so good. Like I couldn't have picked a more random person. <laughs> no, but also see. those are like the most. That's like the. the most fun tier of people to run into. Mm, sure. Amber, I didn't know the one, the other ones you still have up your sleeve. Do I know about them? I don't know. Okay. I don't know if I've ever told you about okay. these. Well, it's, it's some of them Devin, it, they're Devin stories. Oh, but right. I feel like I was there. Well, and I feel like we haven't even addressed the Conan thing on the podcast. True. I know. <laughs> yeah, we haven't. Yeah, that's why we were there. That was the whole reason. That's so cool. Conan's like a full legend. Yeah. He legit is. He is larger than life. Although he wears a crap ton of makeup. 
when I saw him in person, I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh. It was so, like, I could almost see the layer on. It's weird too on men when it like stops right by the eye and you're just like, oh, there's your real, real skin. <laughs> Like kind of Trumpy? Peeking through. Yeah, kind of actually. <laughs> kind of. Well, because he has a ton of freckles. Like in his earlier oh. tapings, like when he first started out, you can see he has a face full of freckles. But in his like later years, I guess they just decided to cover all those up. Too distracting or something. I don't know. You would know better than That's I That's what I was thinking. Distracting? Freckles are too okay. distracting. Get rid of them. <laughs> Laser them off, okay. people. <laughs> They just fall off in the, into his hand, little flakes. <laughs> Have you guys oh seen the freckle spray? No. So it, it's like kind of a meme right now on TikTok that looks like essentially dark colored hairspray. So you're like okay. one half second hold too long away from being in deep trouble. And you just spray and it puts like little dots of, of dark hairspray all over your face and no, kind of no. looks like freckles, but everybody on TikTok is doing it and like, it's not working. Yeah, I when I went out a couple weeks ago, uh, we were all in the bathroom and a girl did freckles on me and they were like black and I'm like, I do have freckles. I'm a fair redheaded person naturally. And these were not cool when I was growing up. Such a mom thing to say. Such a mom thing. (laughs) Well, Tyler, will you tell me more about what you do? Yeah. What school brought you out there? What's your whole story? Oh, yeah, I guess um, I came out for this art school called CalArts, which is like um, a historic art school in Southern California. A lot of the alumni are, it's a really well-known school for animation. So Like most of Pixar and like that uh, kind of world originated from my school. So there is like that side of it of like all of these kids who come for this prestigious education. And then there's kind of this other half that is like the children of the people who live in LA or like are celebrities who just like don't really need to do anything but want to go like study art. And they're all pretty cool. I, I had an incredible time at CalArts, but it definitely was like the first time I was like, holy shit, like people have money. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, and was that like your ideal school for what you wanted to do? Yeah, it was. I went and I toured it and uh, I just honestly wanted to be close to the ocean. That was like kind of all I cared about. And it was like yeah. an hour away. It was still very far, but everything in Los Angeles is far. Right. But yes. So I and I went to school there, graduated, and I've stuck around, and I do photography. I work in photography kind of vaguely. I work um, sometimes for myself and sometimes, oftentimes, as an assistant to other photographers um, who are shooting, like, bigger or um, just other things than me. Okay. But, yeah, CalArts, I feel like I keep wanting to go back to it because it's insane. Like, it's a clothing-optional campus. Oh, my. And that's real. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There's like a pool on campus at the dorms that I've never seen people wear clothes in, I don't think. Like, I'm sure they have, but like you could go naked to class. People would do performances nude, like not often. Okay, okay, okay. Not often. The contrast of that and Amber going to BYU. (laughs) Do they not have that at BYU? (laughs) Well, (laughs) if you know where to look, I'm just Nothing like that. Nothing that even. is mind blowing to me. I can't even. Seriously. Yeah, it's funny because it like became, it becomes normal really quick when you're there. Not necessarily sure. like nudity specifically, but just kind of the like, I've never experienced like all of your professors are first name, all of okay. like everything is, there's no grades. It's um pretty much <gasps> essentially pass fail. Okay. Um, okay. And yeah, they, there's also every, so because it's an art school, there's a lot of art shows and every Thursday night there's, they call it like gallery night. And that's when all of the people who have their shows like open their shows, which is essentially they like buy beer and put it at a table in front of the gallery. And then there are like nine different galleries and galleries like in quotes on campus where there's just like tables of beer and people like getting kind of like wasted and looking at art. And then by the end of the night, there was like the music kids would DJ and like you'd just go somewhere and dance on campus. 
Um, and then it was like very common to not go to class on Fridays just because it was like, no, like uh, I'm hungover and that's enough of an excuse at this school sometimes. Uh, and again, to recap, at the, at the university Amber went to, you can't be in the opposite sexes, even front room past midnight. And my school had crate stacking as an activity and no football team. So, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but yeah, so I think actually different. I knew people who had co-ed, like you could live co-ed if you want oh my to. gosh and this Even is a four-year school yeah it's a four-year school and okay. um they also have like a grad program okay and you're doing photography focused stuff from the beginning yeah and it's like very much um hybrid the whole time you take these classes called um oh what did they call them they're like gen ed classes but they're called something that's like a little more art school and okay. you just have to take them but they were like you guys they were like iffy like if we're talking about <laughs> knowledge and learning and like being in a school environment it was like th theoretical conceptual science classes where you could show up and like be like oh my god yeah i was like thinking about how does a sunset work and the teacher would be like <laughs> thankful that you are participating and also like that's then like you're good for the whole semester oh my god were there flat earthers? I don't know why I'm asking that, but... Oh, probably. <laughs> I feel like it's like a very... Uh, the school is like very far left, like sure, you would yeah. expect out of an art school. But I do feel like the farther left you go, the more it like meets the far right. So that yeah, like totally flat earth territory. <laughs> new podcast. Okay. <laughs> yeah, my new podcast, <laughs> Flat Earth Territory. Check it out. <laughs> So Tyler, did you go to school with or were you taught by anyone famous? I went to school with a lot of like children of celebrities. Okay, yeah. Um, and then there were some people in the school who were like art world famous. But mm. um, as like a kid who grew up in Highlands Ranch, Colorado, I didn't know who they were, what that meant really until like the second, probably even like the third or fourth year, because it really <laughs> took me time to like sink into like, whoa, this is serious? Question mark? Right. Yeah. <laughs> There's that episode of the Kardashians where Chris is art snubbing Chloe or whatever, yes. art shaming. It's giving me those vibes where they come up with art Dubois or what is it? Art? They hire one of Scott's friends to be art, some art Vander. Um, I'm so close I, to I do know the episode you're talking about, but I don't know the name. Yeah, and it's just Chloe in the garage squirting paint on canvases, and Chris is like, this is incredible, and they like totally trick her. <laughs> that could have happened yeah. to you. There was definitely like a lot of art that was bad, like really bad, but at, at the same time, there was like artists who I still will like look up to for the rest of my life. Who right, right, right. And it was really cool, Gosh. but no, there's a lot of bad, like, I hope she doesn't listen, but there was a girl my first year who gorilla glued her photos to the wall in the main gallery space at <laughs> school and then had to spend like two days like essentially sanding it off of the wall no <laughs> yeah no. oh, my oh. yeah she it was insane and just like who who put a nail right yeah <laughs> it was a foam board like right what so do a lot of people just drop out or since it's pass yeah. fail do they kind of cruise both so a lot of people drop out and a lot of people shockingly will get kicked out for like truly not doing the like bare minimum of like turning in the two <laughs> papers that you have to write okay. over the course of you the would year. have to work to be that lazy no it, it feels like that is <laughs> like true and it is like a lot of a lot of the other students are like from they went to art high schools and like a lot of them went to art high schools in like major cities. So I think that by the time they're in college, mm. they're just like truly fuck the world. Like, let's, <laughs> let's do something crazy. Are any of the people you wow. went to school with now influencers or TikTokers that have okay. clout? Weirdly, there's somebody I went to Arapahoe with who's an influencer. Oh, that's a high school in Colorado for everyone. Listening. Yeah, sorry. That's where I went to high school. And I saw her a couple weeks ago. She's like great, though. She's like a cool, like, influencers are usually like not people I want to hang out with. And this girl is like somebody I want to hang out with. She's oh, like, okay. fun and okay. normal. Okay. Okay. But from my no, there's there's I don't think so. But there are people who I like stock on the internet because they're like a wild time to follow who I went to college with, obviously. <sighs> sure. Gosh. I want to know if LA is just people like, is it just oversaturated with 
people trying to be influencers? Yeah. Or is that a stereotype that has been placed on LA? I think it's both. I think that um it's very much like the hotbed of like hot 19-year-olds who like <laughs> were hot in their hometown and now they're trying to figure out like how to monetize that. And a lot sure. of them are doing it really well. Um or like well in a like social capital way. Yeah. Um but yeah, I think I would say for the first three years that I was a photo assistant, most of the work that I did was with influencers specifically. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So they hire people. It's not like their phones. Sometimes they hire people to use their phones. Even like um <laughs> okay. This is like like Brandy Melville. Do you guys know that brand? Yes. One size fits all. Yeah. Um, really insane normal thing. They they do these campaigns in quotes where they'll hire like a full team and allegedly i don't know if i need to say that where they'll put somebody in like full hair and makeup it's like a hired model that they've dressed and then the photographer goes around a brandy melville store with an iphone and like shoots the campaign so that it looks like like normal social content that mm. um was like naturally made from people who just like look hot in their stores but it's actually like a full production being shot oh. on an iphone <laughs> My God. yeah Wow. But there's a lot of times when when it's like I specifically work in a lot of like beauty and okay. skincare and makeup stuff or okay. especially used to. And so a lot of them have like brand deals or like partnerships with um different beauty brands or just brands in general. And right, those right. people will put up the money for these like bigger photo shoot photo shoots. Right, right, right. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Can you spot good skincare or like good products or you don't know? Um, I used to be really, really into it actually because it okay. is like fun to me, but I think I'm really just into like clean beauty and like yeah. good, okay. simple stuff. So yes. I, um, my first job after college actually that was like my own was shooting for this brand called Willetta, um, which is like a German brand and they make really good stuff and specifically this stuff called skin food. This is the ad, by the way, listeners. Um, yeah, can we get some free stuff, please? Yeah, honestly. No, skin food is, I put it on like every night. It's like my go-to for anything. It's like this really insane moisturizing cream that I learned about when I was like 22. And, and you haven't aged since. I haven't gotten one wrinkle since. <laughs> I'm just envisioning all these little like Pac-Man type mouths opening up in your pores and eating. Okay, okay, the Amber, those skin that food? finger motion slowly consuming. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So wow. Amber, Tyler most recently told me he did a shoot. Well, he sent it too, which is funny because she has freckles in it, which has already come up. But oh, he shot Rebecca Black of. Friday fame. Yeah, wait. So really quick, I I just assisted. Okay. Um, my okay. friend shot it, Lindsay Ellery. She's like incredible. But yeah, we shot Rebecca Black in October and it just came out. But um, she like covered her in blood. Like the theme was um, the movie Carrie was kind of like the vibe. Okay. So it was like Rebecca as this like, as like this cute schoolgirl in front of this house in Pasadena. And then she like got ready and was in like a dress and had her makeup done and hair done. And then the next shot was like them pouring like a bucket of fake blood on her. <laughs> I love that. And it's insane. It was really cool. What is Rebecca doing now? Making music? She was so, she was amazing. She was super cool. Like just like with it and friendly and great and i think she does music and like i think she's kind of an influencer but her music is good she does like okay. kind of she's in like a hyper pop i would say category so yeah. like charlie xcx energy yes yes love that um but it's really fun and um i would imagine it's because she was like bullied by the entire world when she was like a child but right she she was amazing oh my gosh well, that's resilience for you. Yeah. Because, yeah, I thought she just kind of dropped off the face of the earth after Friday. Which I think maybe she did. Yeah. For a while. But then now she's, yeah, I think she's back and, back and around. She must be like around our age, right? I feel like Friday came out when I was like in high school-ish. Yeah, but I think she's like maybe, I I would bet she's like 25. Oh, Maybe okay. 24. 
Okay. She's like mid young or mid twenties. Okay. Um, okay. But yeah, it was I get to do a lot of cool editorials with some of my friends, and it's like always fun and wild. Well, and the other one, Amber, that he sent me, like led to this article, and it was like, if you don't know who Angus Stone is, you must be living under a rock. And I tell oh, yeah. him, I love how this caption actually applies to me. <laughs> He's like, it's from Euphoria, and I just said, shit. Shit. <laughs> but you assisted on that shoot too, Tyler? Yeah, that was my friend Jacqueline. And um, it's oh funny gosh. because I feel like there are these moments where everybody in Los Angeles is like photographing the same people. Oh, And you can uh-huh. tell like somebody's on a press tour because like- Yes. So we we did that thing with the Angus a couple weeks ago. I Euphoria is like way too high anxiety for me. I cannot watch it. Right, same. But I like knew who he was. He was super nice also. But then like since then I've literally seen like 10 different photo shoots with him in it. Yes. Um, Tyler, he's been everywhere like on my every different social media feed and stuff. And I'm like, is this just because I just noticed him or is he? No, it's like a he's full like in press the right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because I remember there was like a last summer. Maybe um, Lindsay, the same photographer who shot Rebecca, shot um, Olivia Rodrigo. Okay, yeah. Is that her name? Right? Yeah, Rodrigo. Uh, yeah. Um, and we so we did that, and then it started to come out, and um, I felt like for like the next two months, it was just like every single person in again, like <laughs> Los Angeles, New York, probably Europe. Like shot. Somebody had a photo. Everybody had a photograph of yep, Olivia yep, in their yep. portfolio. Which, by the way, she just broke up with her boyfriend. So I'm hoping the next album is really good. Ooh, breakup <laughs> albums are the best. <laughs> Have you guys listened to the Josh to like the Joshua Bassett album, which no. is the guy who Good for You or Sour is about? Supposedly. Supposedly. But is you. that played up? I feel like it is. It's definitely played up, but it's also like, it, it's really interesting. I went through like a podcast with him. Okay. And they're like, drama is pretty like wild. Like she <laughs> never, well, like she like stopped speaking to him completely after she hasn't spoken to him since that album came out. And he was getting like very publicly harassed. And that's kind of like what his album is about is like dealing with the fallout of her album. He also kind of accuses her, fully accuses her of cheating first. Stop. Yeah, it's really wild. There's like three music videos. It's kind of a fun dive. So when you go to these shoots, like how much interaction do you have with the people? And are they are they awkward and or nervous or are they just like this is old hat like whatever it really depends on who they are i okay i feel like most like uh actors or singers like musicians are like pretty chill with it um some of them like just don't want to be there or they're like exhausted because <laughs> they've been doing it for the last like <laughs> so long <laughs> Sure. Which is like, of course, frustrating, but it's also like very understandable. A lot of times these people are like working a lot and not to make excuses for anybody being shitty, but um, there's, I would imagine it's a lot to juggle. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, influencers are wild. I feel like the majority <laughs> of them are not secure and, and like, not secure. <laughs> like it's, it's like very much handling ego and like, okay, insecurities. And I think that, um, yeah. I one time was on a set where we gave the this influencer eight hours to do their makeup because um which you guys that was like not uncommon for like probably a, almost two years of my life was like Are you eight hours was it the X-Men blue body makeup? I, it might as well have been. It was like oftentimes like very like involved like full Isn't the sun glam starting situation. to set by then? Well you guys they baked in like three hours because the previous time they had shot with her she had a full meltdown in the bathroom so they literally like cooked it into the schedule and she just ended up taking eight hours to get her makeup done okay i'm feeling really professional right now yeah you look so profesh (laughs) i mean i've definitely had a meltdown in the bathroom at my work but i haven't baked in three hours for it well that's what i mean where it's like sometimes you wonder if somebody's actually like crazy or if they've just had enough allowance to be crazy that now they think that something is normal that's not (laughs) right 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 but like versions of that are very very common when i've worked with influencers that is insane i'm just i'm trying to think of the difference between like an influencer and like a celebrity and i guess the only difference is that 
a celebrity usually has some sort of like talent that they share. Cause yeah. both, both are famous because they're liked by a certain number of people who like follow them and care about their journey. But influencers, usually it's just their look, like their looks. Yeah. I, guess? I feel like, or like a lot of them, I think. And this is also why I think that there's like some weird uh insecurity stuff is i honestly think a lot of them are like kids who couldn't figure out how to fit in in the real world so they like went to the internet and mm -hmm. they're like kind of this awesome alter ego version of themselves right um mm. so they like learn how to interact with this like wild confidence and this like you know a lot of them are like quippy um but a lot of them then like when they're back in front of it does this weird thing where it once they're successful enough, they actually can't make friends the same way because there are like points of power that they have that make friendship complicated. Mm. Um, and so I think it, I think that that's why so many of them are like sad and end up being like bummed out people. But I think the main right. difference between influencers, just influencer and celebrity is like the origin of. Yeah. Mm. If they came from like the internet or if they came from like mainstream entertainment. Okay. Do you have any connections to the hype house? And did you watch that show? Okay. I have not watched that show, but I have. Sorry. I'm talking slowly because my, then the NDA situation is like vague always. <laughs> okay, I yes. have worked with somebody who's in the hype house a couple times. Okay. Um, it was always funny and wild. I, yeah. Um, but my brother actually lives like down the street from the hype house. Oh, he and, does. Yeah. And we would always walk past it with his dog and try to figure out what it was. And then he binged Hype House one weekend and called me and was like, dude, that's what that is. Yeah. It looks like this insane, like, hotel, like, weird Airbnb on the side of, like, the Hollywood Hills. I, it's so weird. I mean, it's not decorated well, though. <laughs> I mean, I can't imagine it is. Yeah. <laughs> the show is unwatchable, but if you ever do watch it, please text me. My favorite kinds of shows are, like, unwatchable. <laughs> I know, but this one was particularly like my friends and I were haunted by it. We were like, okay, 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 haunted. We made it through that. <laughs> oh, okay. Speaking of the shows, you, me, and Amber have all recently watched Love is Blind. Y'all. Yes. What a trip. Okay. Well, this, I didn't watch the first season, so I've only watched the second. Okay. Um, and I only watched part of it and then like caught up with like the aftermath, I guess. So <laughs> is it? Did it work like the first time around? Because I feel like they're like, oh, I, no matter what they look like, you know, and then there's the reveal and they're kind of like, oh, yeah, I'm happy. But obviously in it, it inevitably falls apart <laughs> in the next section, like when they go to Mexico. My memory of season one was that at least they weren't like season two felt like shitty people. It did. <laughs> I think season one had about the same success rate, but these people were more of a disaster to watch. Like, only a couple of the pairings made it from the first season, and same with this. Oh, yeah, spoilers ahead, maybe, for people. Oh, yeah, right. spoiler yeah. alert. <laughs> but yeah, I agree, way shittier people, which makes for better TV. I also agree. <laughs> I do feel like, though, the relationships also felt like they had a little more time to breathe in the first season, mm -hmm. and maybe I just haven't seen it in a while, but... This felt so quick. Rush into yeah. that altar. Tr like it was sprinting. <laughs> like the Justin Bieber song. Yeah. <laughs> like a track star. <laughs> Who was with Danielle? Who was the guy? Nick. Nick. Yeah. Nick. Is he like emotionally abusive? I feel like there were instances, like when they're in Mexico particularly, where like when she got sick and then he came back and then she was kind of like, bummed out and i'm like i mean it's a little annoying but i can understand why she's bummed out and i feel like he's like you're being toxic right now and just like strutting around the the hotel room okay i felt the toxic comment did come like so out of left field that it made me feel like it was something that she had been like i'm toxic by the way and then he's like don't be toxic <laughs> mm, okay that would make a lot of sense yeah but um i would not rule any of that out from anybody who goes on the show <laughs> She she's the issue for well she needs a lot of therapy. She's very anxiously attached. Yes, I saw this TikTok that said Love is Blind season 3 should just be um contestants and then on the other side are therapists. I'm obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm obsessed. 
obsessed, you guys. Every time on that show, either season that someone gets down on a knee, I cringe so hard. I'm like tensed up. They seem to do it so naturally. insane. Okay, can we talk about Kyle is, I think, who proposed and all he did was talk about, first of all, proposed (laughs) to a woman who did not want to even be like talking to him. (laughs) And he gave her his mom's wedding ring. While being like, I like you because our biggest point of contention is that you're just like my mom. (laughs) Freud was rolling in his grave for that couple. Yeah, I don't understand. I guess she just wanted to progress to the next step. Is that why she said yes? Because she's like, oh, maybe I'll see Yeah, she wanted to be on TV. I think they all are in it for like, they've. I almost wonder if there's like more cash the longer they go. (sighs) Yes. Other than like even the TV, the TV is definitely like, the lure to the, t- sure. the airtime. Yeah, sure. But there's got to be like a situation where like, oh, and if you make it out of the pods, like then you start getting paid yeah. $200 per episode. <sighs> right. Tyler, you don't know anyone that worked on it? No, I can try to figure it out. I have a, I can ask. I'll ask okay. around, but I don't know anybody. I saw Reddit with the producer. I was just going to ask the, po- you know how the pods, they always shoot that aerial view of like all the pods <laughs> in a row. Like, yes. is that legit? Is it like a warehouse with these pods built in? Amber, this is one of my biggest questions. Also with (laughs) the circle. I'm like, is that weird British apartment building where they actually are inside of? And why don't any of them go out on the patio? (laughs) Right. A hundred percent. Yes. It's like locked. The door is just locked. I don't know. I, I yeah. I'm just. I'm like. Okay. Is this because it looks like legit? They're walking around, but maybe they. No, that wouldn't make sense if they photoshopped it together. I just. I want to know what that is. Like, what is that space? So I feel like they almost stay in like a like a studio mm. situation. Okay. Like they would film like a big brother or something so they do have like that long shot in the middle and then they actually just like sleep like bunk style like i don't know if you guys have ever seen the challenge on mtv (laughs) no i know you love it but just like it's my favorite show ever (laughs) um but just like that reality trope of like all of these people in one room kind of sardine style but i also feel like if that was happening on love is blind we would get cameras in there because there's definitely like conversation happening right Right. Well, and there's so many people that they left out. And then I also mm-hmm. thought it was like really awkward that like the concept seems like it should be about like, not necessarily, um, what would you call it, conventionally attractive people. And they kind of teased you at the beginning having, you know, like kind of some bigger girls, or you know, like different people than you might normally see yeah. or whatever on these shows. And it's like, oh, well, we decided not to follow them. And it's like, well, what happened with the other people? I'd like to see the missed connections as well. Same, especially because the women at the reunion said that what Shake said that didn't air was like so oh, much yes. worse than. Yeah, Amber, what they said, said it was watered air. down what we saw. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm just like, how much more horrific can that man be? Oh, uh, so, well, and I can't believe that like he got deeps back after even the oh, original comment. Oh my gosh. Honestly. Like, what? When Shane walks in to talk to Natalie and thinks he's, she's Shayna yeah. and she's like, hey, what are you wearing? Or he, whatever the pronouns are. And the fact that he like moans over a flannel. He needs to calm down. I, oh my God, thank you for bringing that. I'm wearing sweatpants and a crop top. And he's like, oh, the crop top. It's like, that's the style now. All girls wear crop tops. He can just okay? scroll Forever 21's website like as yeah. porn or something if he's that into it. <laughs> right? Yeah, do you think he was just like that? Like pent up. Pent up. <laughs> She's like a flannel, and he's like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. <laughs> okay, but you guys, he like, do we think he's literally on drugs? Like, there's all these theories on the internet because he's so spazzy. I think if he's not on like recreational drugs, he could look into some like <laughs> look into. <laughs> Look like into. maybe talk to somebody about some potential help. Yes. But like if these people saw therapists and psychiatrists, they wouldn't be on reality <laughs> right. TV. Right? right. I mean, I was surprised that they, him and Natalie even stuck it out through the multiple phases. It's like, you guys, Same. you're so not compatible. No. Like what? No. What do you think their fight was about? I think it was about like the partying yeah like maybe drugs yeah i think drugs <laughs> sure well, also okay so he lost his dad i think six weeks before filming oh my god yeah this is not a good combo so he has that he's 
something, medicated, unmedicated, I don't know what he is. Yeah, then partying, he's rushed into this emotional decision. And we saw in the pods how he kind of like gaslit, was it Natalie? Mm -hmm. Natalie and Shayna. And they accepted it. He's like, he's volatile, he can explode. And so I'm like, it's probably good that happened the night before the wedding. True. Shake is real life Tom Haverford. I know many people on the internet have said that, but it's- Oh my God. I just saw Aziz It's so true. (laughs) Veterinarian slash DJ. (laughs) That is like Tom Haverford in If He Lived You're in Eagleton. You're so right. You're so right. There'd be like a cage of bunnies in front of the turntables or something weird. Yes. Yeah, 100%. Um, Tyler is especially freaked out by Salvador. Uh, Salvador's singing. Yeah, the ukulele. It was so cringy. Can you guys imagine? You're in public. You're already, cameras are pointed on you. People are already watching. And you have to walk up to a man who is singing and playing a ukulele for three minutes too long. It's not a quick thing. I wouldn't tolerate a ukulele in my room. I'm serious. Agreed. Well, that was the problem with that contestant on The Bachelor, or I guess Bachelorette. Yeah, Connor. Yeah, he also would always whip out the ukulele. And it's just, it's not... Like, when will we learn that this is not a good look? I don't care how good your voice is. Like, it's just a no for me. It's just, like, never the time and place. <laughs> and then the operatic style with it was, like, just full cringe. Oh, my God. Yes. The biggest actor energy I've ever felt in my life. I can't tell. I could crawl inside Like, is he a villain secretly? Something about his smile, his whole look, that whole thing. I was just like, I can't read you. And it's making me nervous. Oh, I I mean, anybody, especially a man on a reality TV show is probably a villain. (laughs) (laughs) There's our soundbite. Yeah, the, the results of the final episode actually surprised me quite a bit. I feel like the most toxic couples made it. And some of the ones I thought would make it didn't. Oh, see, though, I do like... Jarrett and Ayana. I think that it'll be like interesting to see what happens with him going out till 5 a.m. But why do you like them? Why not? I think they have a good energy. I think they have a good energy when they're together, like alone together. I feel like her jealousy will get the best of her in the end. I do also. I'm obsessed with the energy of anybody who's like, no, I don't have money, but I'm going to keep going to school. (laughs) Your face. Like, Come on, girl. I hate it when she tried on a wedding dress and said, look how tiny I am. I'm like, you're such a pick me. <laughs> pick me is, could be the alt title of Love is Blind. <laughs> uh, here's what I want. I want them to get engaged, propose, and then the wall dissolves. Yes. And then the doors close and lock. And then they just have to fucking deal with each other for like 24 hours. Oh, wait, Tyler, that's not a terrible idea. <laughs> oh Tell Caroline. Okay. Wait, and for context, my roommate Caroline works in development reality TV. Wow. Yeah, that's such a good idea. I don't know if Amber would have seen it because she just caught up at the end via article, but Amber, at the very end, they premiere or they preview, sorry, a new Netflix show, I think also hosted by the Lachey's who think that they're like so great. Well, they are America's couple, Lauren. Yeah, they're forcing <laughs> I forget that they exist even when I'm watching oh. Love is Blind. It doesn't need a host. It it's like, host. what's the point? They're not even there. Wait, did they, except for at the beginning, yep. were they around? You know, I think that they do meet them in Mexico and are like, hey, have fun. <laughs> and then leave again. <laughs> what You're a good Mexico. gig. Actually, now I can't really hold that against What a them. gig. I mean. But this new show is almost like a Temptation Island where It's couples who have had an ultimatum in their relationship and then they go and date other people to see if they match better with someone else and they're going to break up forever or they'll follow the ultimatum. And it's like, gee, I wonder what will happen. I'm also like, don't go on that show if you plan to get married. (laughs) No. Like, come on. I have a, that's where I like have a problem because I am, I do believe that there are people who believe that they can or can find love on TV. I don't believe anybody can save a relationship on TV. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, no. Like, nah. It's like a famous housewife's trope that anybody who gets a um, vow renewal will, like, be divorced in two seasons. Okay. <laughs> so far that has not happened with Whitney on Salt Lake, but I'll be standing She's by. She's keeping it real. Real? Real. Real. <laughs> I'm obsessed with Whitney's, the way she talks. Is that Utah Ew, talk? Oh, yes. It's a Utah accent. I hate Utah accents. Oh, it's so funny. She's just trying to fell 
all of her fillings. Wait, I and love that you picked up life. on it because when I tell you tons, they go, "Wait, no, there's not a yeah." Oh, it is. It's incredible. Fill all my fillings. I'm just trying fill to fill my, my fillings. fillings. Tyler, there was <laughs> what? There's someone I know has such a strong accent. Um, it's at work that I didn't understand the meaning of her sentence because she said, "Did you know they're moving the gel?" And I was like, "What does that mean?" Like I kept picturing hair gel, yeah. but they're physic. They're moving a jail in Utah. So like since the concept was so weird and the accent was so strong, I was like the gel. And we were like going back and forth and she's like right there, like, like, cause we work next to it. And I'm like the gel, the gel. She's like with all like the, I don't know what she finally said. And I'm like, oh, the jail. (gasps) Uh, Wait, and Amber, you live in Idaho. Uh Uh-huh. So does it creep up, up north? No. Okay. Well, I think there's an Idaho accent, but I, Hmm. the people I interact with are like mostly students or- People that have been like, supplanted here, yeah. if that's a word. Um, so I don't hear it, but yeah, it's not really an accent. It's not really a thing. Okay, yeah, because Housewives, Whitney definitely has it the worst, but I've realized <laughs> over the last couple episodes that they do all have words that are just like milk feels like even one of mm, them. Mm-hmm. It's just every everything kind of like flattens out to a thank like you a, a, oh this is so validating after yeah. 10 years here if your name is camille it's camel camel yeah like it's so confusing <laughs> i'm obsessed with the accent <laughs> a's too are weird like they're a little softer like i am i am yeah I am. yeah like i don't stuffed know animal. sometimes the a's like open up stuffed down it's, yeah it's like a little almost vocal fry which you guys <laughs> I, know, right? I think you <laughs> talked about it last week but uncut jams uncut jams Yep. <laughs> like Whitney, I would love to hear Whitney from Salt Lake say uncut jams. I would love that too. Also, <laughs> side note, I got a TikTok of someone at a red carpet. Have you seen it, you guys? Where they're like, no. Julia, Julia, uncut jams. And she walks over and smiles and says like, uncut jams. She doesn't really say it like how she did in the original uh-huh. audio. And all the comments were like, why do I kind of like her now? Wait, she's kind of fun. Wait, I like that she can make fun of herself. I'm like, you guys, this was three seconds. You're going to go back to hating her. <laughs> In next week, like that tells you nothing about this person's character. So easily charmed. Yeah, yeah. I love that she just had to repeat it, <laughs> and everyone's like, "We're back." It's all it took. Have you guys seen Batman? The Batman? No, I want to long. so bad. I haven't seen it yet. I'm not really like a superhero person, but there's there's a billboard like at the end of my street for it, I think. And I just see it so much. And Robert Pattinson looks so cool, and Zoe yeah. Kravitz looks so cool yeah. that I just feel like. I'll be cooler if I see it. Yes. Wow. Marketing working a hundred percent. A hundred. I mean, secretly, I just want to see what his take his take is on right, that right. character after so many before him doing it. Like, what's his space? Yeah, he just does it as Edward. <laughs> Doesn't even change the voice. Amber, have you seen him at the premiere in the big suit? Each time I see it, I think of you. I picture you laughing at it. Google it right now. They styled him in a I'll huge tweed suit and he doesn't really know what to do with his hands. So he's kind of just touching his fingers together in every photo. I liked Zoe's cat bustier thing. Is it oversized? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just put Robert Pattinson big suit and then I just have the time of my life. Okay, that's exactly the reaction I wanted from Amber. <laughs> Just like, like inherited from grandpa mm-hmm. who was a little taller than yes, him. No one, he doesn't know how to pose in it. Oh my gosh. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Zoe looks incredible. Uh, I know. They're both so hot. There's that like photo spread of them I'll include on the post. That's. Oh my gosh. It's insane. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> this is me at prom. <gasps> Also, it doesn't help that she's like so petite yeah. and small next to him. Yep. It is that is like literally everybody at prom, though, <laughs> or maybe homecoming. <laughs> right. I was talking about with a friend how weird it is that like that thing came out a few years ago. How Robert Pattinson is like scientifically or like by the golden rule or whatever the most handsome man, like formulaically or whatever the word is. Yes. But I never meet women that are like he is my ultimate crush. Like me and Amber like him, but we think he's kind of like goofy. Okay. Okay, wait. So I do have a story about him. I have not personally met okay. him. I do, I can't say anything to this, but I have a friend who um like works in that world and was at an event with her mom 
and they were both backstage and he walked past and she said that and she told me this and then separately her mom told me this that both of them like <gasps> as he like walked past and that like every woman in backstage was like magnetically almost pulled to like you never have her jaws yeah. dropped no it wasn't i didn't believe it because i kind of feel similar where i'm like he seems like a hard sell as somebody who's like everybody wants to yeah. sleep with mm-hmm. and no these people have like no stakes in him and they were like no it's real so in person oh. it really yeah he has oh like gosh. maybe it's pheromones or he's got something he's got the it factor he's he's a star Great sound um, have you guys seen the new West Side Story? Crap, no. By Steven Spielberg? No, I haven't. Is it good? Okay, I, I thought it was very good. Well, if you like, you know, if you liked the original, I think you'll like this one. But okay. my hot take is that I hate Ansel in it. I hate him in it. I feel like I'll hate him in it. Devin... Devin said it's it's one Ansel away from a masterpiece. So, like, if they could get rid of him, <laughs> it would have been amazing. Should they have cast Robert Pattinson? <laughs> oh, West Side Story. In a heartbeat. One Ansel away. Can he dance? I mean... <sighs> Her eyes are shut. Kind of, but, like, it's so distracting because... I mean, his character in the beginning is, like, kind of broody. Okay. So, like, everyone's really high energy and he's supposed he's supposed to be, like, kind of moody. Okay. okay. But he just... He can't... Like, he can't emote. Like, he just was... He's And he's really tall and kind of like... I feel like he walked like this. His shoulders kind of... Like, ho-hum. I, I just... I need you okay, to watch, okay. I need you to watch it and then tell me what okay. you think. Okay, okay, I will. That's my take. I honestly... I can't think of anything I've seen him in other than The Fault in Our Stars, which was so long ago. What about Baby Driver? I've never seen it. You guys, I don't watch okay. good things. I only watch... Reality TV, TV, which I feel like... It's okay. a huge foundation of our it. friendship. I recently rewatched Jumanji with The Rock, and my favorite movie to watch is Crazy Rich Asians. Why would you rewatch Jumanji with The Rock? Uh, my roommates and I were like bored. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Amber, that might be our next hate watch. Is it a hate watch, Tyler? Do you like it? Well, controversial. I think it's funny. <gasps> okay. <laughs> I specifically don't really like Kevin Hart. I think that he's kind of like a difficult pill to swallow. But Jack Black is so, so funny in it. In a way that is like tickles my like school of rock. Okay. Yes. Like middle school self. Okay. Yep. That makes it worth like Jack Black alone makes the movie worth watching. But is it a good movie? No. But is it like (laughs) my, my criteria if I'm not watching reality TV is like, is it high budget and does it feel expensive? Which is also why I love Crazy Rich <laughs> wow. Asians because it's like opulent and like big and expensive. The wedding scene? The wedding scene? The water on the ground? I freaking the love that. random butterflies that everybody has? <laughs> okay, wait, you guys, I didn't like that movie. Oh my gosh, that's okay. I didn't, under, like, I didn't get attached to any character or anything. I mean, I guess it was cool to watch, like, what you guys are saying, but... Yeah, I think about it like Star Wars or, like, okay. Marvel, where I'm like, oh, I'm here for just, like, the spectacle. Okay, yes. Because if I want to watch characters, then I want it to be a 45-year-old housewife. I do, too! <laughs> TNT is like trying to sell us on movies like the characters live here or whatever. Me and Tyler are like, no, they live in Beverly Hills. Yeah, I'm like, actually, characters <laughs> live in Sandy, Utah. <laughs> Sandy. <laughs> How did you know Sandy? How did you know that? I don't know. I just remember driving past a sign that said Sandy. Oh my God. And it feels very <laughs> okay. much like where Heather Gay it is, or, it is. or Whitney would it live. Is. Definitely not Salt Lake. <laughs> no, 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 no. Meredith Marks. Are any of them in Salt Lake? It doesn't really feel like it. They're in little suburbs quite a bit south of Salt Lake, or they're in Park City, which is a totally different area. Yeah, wait, is Park City like snow, like ski town? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like in the mountains. Okay, yeah, that, uh, I could go for days. I and I need to Bravo. catch up. I'm not even, Tyler, all the reunions happened, right? Uh, by all, I mean. No, 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 only one. Oh, Only one. Why? The second one is tonight. Oh my God. Sorry, okay. there's three parts of Salt Lake. <laughs> And I'll watch all three. I'll watch part all three. two is tonight. Okay. Um, part one is interesting. Okay. Medium. 
Okay, I have one little story from Devin's time yes, on Conan, please. and I wanted to share please. with you guys. Oh, yeah, from forever ago. So I wasn't there, but Devin was there, and sometimes they had the interns fill in spaces in the audience if they didn't have a full audience. So he got to sit in when CeeLo Green was a guest. <laughs> okay. So great. So this is back in 2013. So I think CeeLo was like maybe big. I can't even remember. I feel like he was on The Voice. He was on The Voice, yeah. So okay, he The been, Voice. Like, okay. Okay. So um, have you been to any like late show tapings, Tyler? I have been to <laughs> – I went to a taping of America's Got Talent. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which I went with a friend from college and her roommate at the time, like, knew how to get good seats. So she, like, dressed us and, like, we went and then we got there and it felt very much like a girl who, like, goes to a lot of clubs and knows a promoter and she was like, follow me. So we, like, follow her and walk somewhere special and met this guy and then he, like, approved our outfits (laughs) and then took us to, like, the third row behind the judges. And we're sitting there. I fully hijacked your story. I'm loving this. Keep okay, going. Okay, okay. So we're sitting there, third row. And one of the things that they're really particular about, Amber, you might know this, is like anybody who touches their hair is like, don't do that. Like it's distracting. Right. And right. because we were behind the judges, we were on camera. So we got like this intense kind of like lecture about like what you are and aren't allowed to do. Okay. And it's also like kind of this crazy thing for at least America's Got Talent where I was moving apartments at the time and moving is like, I, it's hard for everybody, but I'm like horrible at change. So I'm like <laughs> panicked just for like two weeks straight. And this is the first night that I'm going to sleep in my apartment. And so we go and I'm like so high anxiety and they're telling us all this stuff. And it's like, oh, if somebody, if anybody around you claps, you have to start clapping. If anybody around you stands up, you have to stand up. Like you have to just meet the energy of the most energetic person close to you. So we're sitting there and a girl two rows in front of us moves her hair from one side to the other. Instantly, ushers come over. She's moved with her squad and we are moved from the third row up to directly behind the judges. And now I'm like very like panicked because I'm like, okay, I am so fucking anxious and I'm sitting here having to like just absorb other people's emotions essentially and then like re-emote them. <laughs> and everybody's standing for everything. <laughs> I'm course. finally sitting there at one point and the judges are talking and I start having like a full panic attack. But I'm also very aware that the cameras are like facing me. <laughs> So I'm just sitting there trying to like talk myself out of it and be like, dude, you're literally going to be like a meme as the person having a full fucking meltdown behind Heidi Klum (laughs) while she's talking about something normal. And I'm just like, like in the corner, bug eyed, freaking out. Bug eyed. So after that experience, I never have gone to another. Oh, I actually saw the voice. Completely understandable. Amazing story. (laughs) Thank you. So glad you told that. Okay, so De- let's see. Okay, so Devin was at the in the audience for the CeeLo Green taping. So when they cut, when they pause for a commercial break, usually the band just plays, you know, a song just so they know when to splice it, right? right? Yeah. And the, yeah. but it's not like the full commercial break because they're pre-taping. Okay. Um, and then sometimes like the there'll be like a stylist that rushes in and you know pats on makeup or whatever. Uh-huh. So. <laughs> For CeeLo Green's in like intermission commercial break, he had someone rush on with lotion and lotion his arms. No. He stuck out his no. arms and she was just rubbing lotion <laughs> all over the arm. Why can't he do it? That was his touch up. It is funny that he couldn't do it himself. Like a child. The specifically with like the CeeLo Green body shape, just sticking the arms out. <laughs> Yeah. I love that. <laughs> so anyway, that's the end of the story. But I thought it was incredible. Really good. It's like the kind of thing that you think only happens in movies. Right. Yeah. You're like, that's what an actor does in a movie. Yeah, wait, Tyler, do you hear what's like the craziest thing on a is it called a writer? Oh yeah. I so I don't like directly see the writers, but people require crazy shit. Can you think of anything specifically? Um no, but I do know that a lot of it is oftentimes it'll be like tricky stuff to like make sure that they're actually paying attention to like the rest of the writer, which is like safety stuff. Uh... So it'll be like, oh, they have to have like 
80 purple gummy bears or whatever. And then that's also just to make sure that like they're actually reading everything and like gonna be safety calls are up to snuff. I heard something cheesy. I think it was on Las Culturistas this past week that Julia Roberts just said like, I just want camaraderie. I'm okay, like, okay, <laughs> okay. As her writer. That's how the story Julia, was told. Julia down to earth Roberts mm-hmm. is just like, no, I'm just a woman of the people. Yeah. It's like a pageant, like, I just want world peace. Oh my gosh, no, that's so funny. I think, what would you guys have on your right? Oh, such a good question. I would have weed. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) yes. I would need, like, a joint, maybe some grapes. (laughs) Grapes? Frozen frozen grapes. Frozen Frozen. grapes? Yeah, and, like, um, crunchy chips. As opposed to soft chips. I don't want a Lay's, I want, like, a kettle cooked. I'm randomly like, it thrilled just to be learn like that a, about you. It's got to be like a... Okay, voice actor in the house. Also that. Okay. My team's trying to get me into that. What would you have, Ams? Grapes are a really good choice because I feel like that's fairly safe. Like nothing could get stuck in your teeth. <laughs> oh my gosh, I did not even think about that. Don't put orange chicken or sesame chicken. Stop. <laughs> I can't handle you guys. No. <laughs> Can you ask for just like straight up food? Like mine would just be like, I want a platter of sushi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can literally okay. ask for anything. It's just kind of like what you want there for you. I've, I have had to drive around to get somebody a black robe when I was a PA. Ooh. I went to like nine or 10 different like Dillard's <laughs> and I ended up finding it at the Americana, Amber. Ooh. There just you go. Just gotta say. <laughs> it's got it all. The Americana stocked. <laughs> For the LA listeners out there, check out the Americana. I like the robe. Although don't shop at the Anthropology because they didn't give me a job. I interviewed with like 15 other people and they didn't hire me. So don't go there. I've been boycotting them since. Okay, stop. Just the sense cutting off. Well, since Amber didn't get stop. the job. You guys, I was in um, the Bay Area last weekend and... Um, cause my cousin is from that area and we went to the Walnut Creek shopping center. It's a very wealthy area. And I found a disposable camera outside the anthropology that we were in for hours. Cause it's a two floor anthro with a bridal area. There were brides trying on stuff. It was incredible. Like it was one of my wait, favorite wait, parts. Just of the clarifying. You're not boycotting. No, not at all. <laughs> oh, okay. 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 Somewhere else we live in. Not in solidarity at all. But so I find this disposable camera and I'm like, oh, this is just going to be like wealthy Gen Z high schoolers. It's going to be like a euphoria camera roll, basically. And it was on zero. So they had taken all the photos. So this weekend I was like, oh, I'm going to go get them developed. Did you know it's 16 fucking dollars to get those developed now? It's 20 here. And they don't develop them at the store. I'm like, hey, like I was with a friend. I'm like, let's drop that off, get dinner and then come back for after an hour. And they go, okay, that'll be a couple weeks. (laughs) <laughs> did you take it to like a Walgreens? yeah to a walgreens and i'm looking at them yeah. and i'm like what and they're like yeah a couple weeks and i go didn't it used to be like an hour and they both the employees start talking like yeah we used to but now we have to send it out and covid and the shipping and stuff and i'm thinking this is not worth it to me at all like <laughs> it's crazy i have a lot of the photographers i work with shoot film like sure. that's yeah my job on set is to like load the cameras with film and um, it's insane how expensive it is. When I was in college, it was four dollars yes. to process a roll of film, and now it's literally. I dropped it off. I dropped one off a week ago, and it was twenty. And the camera itself is now oh twenty to thirty dollars, which I swear it used to be five bucks. People will do it as like a wedding thing, yes. like on the table, like a party favor or whatever. Yeah, you used to be able to buy twelve packs on Amazon for under ten bucks. Uh, <laughs> right. It's crazy. So I won't get to see rich sixteen-year-olds in anthropology clothing. Not for three weeks. <laughs> I'm not developing it. I said it's not worth the money. <laughs> I did see, I, I don't know if it was like a TV show or a TikTok or what it was, but it was like somebody who, it's just like a dumb joke of somebody using a disposable camera and then like when they're done with it, just throwing it Oh around. yeah, it's Aaron on and the like, office. That was fun. Yeah. Oh She's yeah. like, I don't yeah, really yeah. get disposable cameras. Mm-hmm. I'd really like to be able to see the pictures, but oh well, it's fun. And then just drops it in the trash <laughs> yeah, can. Yeah, so good. I love that I thought it was a TikTok. <laughs> It's a show that's been out for 15 years. That I've probably watched that episode like multiple times. Oh my gosh. 
Well, we're about at the time that we end a little over it. Tyler, is there anything else you want to add? A celebrity story we forgot? A worst run-in? Your favorite one? Reality show thing um, you need to get off your chest? I mean, I just, I think it's deeply important that we center women on TV. And if we need to do that by watching Real Housewives, <laughs> we need to do it. You guys, this is a community <gasps> announcement. Get engaged. Get with it. We're living in 2022. Center women on TV. We need more women centered on TV. The only way we can do this moving forward is reality television. Because there's so many real house husbands on on the television. That franchise yeah, is taking over. I'm just saying, I'm here for the ladies. Here for the ladies. Well, uh, it was a delight to have you. Oh my gosh. I This show like makes me laugh every week. Oh. I'm so glad that Lauren is like truly... Amber, you too, obviously, but Lauren is like somebody who I've laughed with since I was like a kid. <laughs> and so getting yeah. to like hear the laughs regularly is so fun. <sighs> and you guys make such good content. I hate to say content because it's like more than that, but I genuinely love this show. It's really fun. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Tyler. That's a huge compliment. Yeah, of course.